the remains of ancient Smyrna in Izmir, Turkey. This is what you must write to the angel of the church in Smyrna. I am the first and the last. I died, but now I am alive. Listen to what I say. I know how much you suffer and how poor you are, but you are rich. I also know the cruel things being said about you by people who claim to be Jews. But they are not really Jews. They are a group that belongs to Satan. Don't worry about what you will suffer. The devil will throw some of you into jail, and you will be tested and made to suffer for ten days. But if you are faithful until you die, I will reward you with a glorious life. If you have ears, listen to what the Spirit says to the churches. Whoever wins the victory will not be hurt by the second death. Contemporary English Version Jesus not only speaks in the four Gospels of the New Testament, Christ also speaks in the final biblical book of Revelation to seven different churches. In today's New Testament lesson, Jesus addresses the church at Smyrna, a large and beautiful port city in the ancient world, on the eastern coast of the Aegean Sea, present-day Turkey. Jesus was letting the believers in Smyrna know they were about to experience severe persecution. However, they need not be fearful and can remain faithful because their Lord knows all about suffering. The church's perseverance under such trouble would result in the crown of life, given to them by Jesus Himself. Words coming directly from their Lord and Savior must surely have been an encouragement to the believers as they underwent extreme difficulty. The congregation at Smyrna was facing imprisonment and, for some, even death for their faith. The heart of the message by Jesus is to remain faithful. The seven churches of Revelation which Jesus addressed. There will always be those who are faint of heart with weak faith, giving up when the going gets tough. Yet, persecution and hardship have a way of purging the soul, as well as the church, of its dross. Suffering is inevitable, how we handle adversity when it comes is completely under our own control. Few of us will likely never face a hardship that could result in martyrdom. Knowing there are brothers and sisters in the faith throughout the world who do face daily hardship for devotion and beliefs puts our own troubles in a different light. The daily irritations and trials that God puts in our way to refine us and shape our faith certainly seem small compared to imprisonment and martyrdom. Yet, no matter who we are and where we are located on this earth, whether facing uncommon hardship or banal difficulty, the afflictions of both body and soul come to us as opportunities to lean into faith and love Jesus to the end. Jesus is not looking for perfect people, just faithful followers willing to endure suffering with the truth that our Lord stands with us. Whatever our current circumstances may be, Jesus offers us His perspective on it. He knows precisely what is going on and understands the spiritual resources you and I possess for each adverse situation we encounter. In fact, few of us really discern the largesse of internal resources within us because of Christ's redemptive work and the Spirit's abiding presence, not to mention the very personhood God graciously gave us in the womb before we were even born. Even though it seems, at times, we lack the strength, wisdom, and courage for what is ahead, Jesus has supreme confidence in us to maintain faith and endure through our afflictions. Life is not a sprint, life is a marathon. And to finish the race we need to be in good spiritual health. The perseverance of the saints will happen as we run, step by step, stride by stride, with boldness, despite fear of the unknown future around the bend. Greater than spiritual endurance requires becoming comfortable with risk, vulnerability, accountability, and the steadfast love which is both received and given. Perhaps, most of all, it requires keeping our heads up and running toward the promise of reward at the finish. The crown of life is an image of both congratulation and celebration of a race well run and the enjoyment of unending fellowship with our Lord for whom we have endured so much. After all is said and done, and the end of the age has occurred, we will be able to look back in hindsight and see that it was really Jesus who all along was fortifying us to keep standing and keep going. 
Christ is so vested in us that He continually ensures our ultimate victory through a constant presence of help and encouragement. The heritage of both the Reformation and Holy Scripture testify to this truth. Greater than all our progress and perseverance are from God. Greater than. Greater than John Calvin, 1509-1564. I'm sure about this, the one who started a good work in you will stay with you to complete the job by the day of Christ Jesus. Philippians 1 6, Seb. May the grace of Jesus sustain you, the love of God surround you, and the encouragement of the Spirit surprise you, today and every day. Amen. Grant, O God, that we may never lose the way through our self-will, and so end up in the far countries of the soul, that we may never abandon the struggle, but that we may endure to the end, and so be saved, that we may never drop out of the race, but that we may ever press forward to the goal of our high calling, that we may never choose the cheap and passing things, and let go the precious things that last forever, that we may never take the easy way, and so leave the right way, that we may never forget that sweat is the price of all things, and that without the cross, there cannot be the crown. So keep us and strengthen us by your grace that no disobedience and no weakness and no failure may stop us from entering into the blessedness which awaits those who are faithful in all the changes and chances of life down even to the gates of death, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. William Barclay, Prayers for the Christian Year.